Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. I'm still Chad Russell. That's still Kurt Souter, And this is still Kent Evans' Manhood Journey. And we are talking today about time. Time with your kids. And uh, the, the quality versus quantity. And what can you do to spend some time. In the past couple of segments, we've talked about uh, finding ways to spend some time with your kids. And what to do. What questions to ask. And again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to that on our podcast and, and hear that in its entirety. And uh, we're talking today with Kent about spending time with our kids. So, Kent, when you tell your kids, I'm so proud of you, and then uh, we need to unpack the, the why I'm so mm. proud of you. I don't want my children to think that when I say, hey, I'm really proud of you, I'm proud of them because of their worldly success. So, for example, um, one of my kids took a standardized test recently and did really well. Um, I'm not proud that he got a certain score. That's not, I'm not proud that he got a certain score. I'm proud that he did as best he possibly could. Mm. And for me, that's the tough thing because I'm tempted. You know, we were talking at the, you know, off air about uh, sports and our, our kid may have a really great game, you know, and he, and he makes a lot of points or scores touchdowns or, you know, several goals in soccer. And the thing that we would love to reward more is the character with which he did that. Mm. So I remember when my son Jonathan played soccer and he was four or five years old and he was pretty early out. He was a pretty good soccer player. And uh, <laughs> he had one game where he scored uh, four or five goals. I forget. It was a bunch. And it was young. I mean, they just kicked the ball around like the beehive and then everybody scores. But Jonathan scored four or five goals. And I told him, I said, Jonathan, when you score three goals in a game, that's called a hat trick. He goes, oh, okay, Dad. So the next game, Right when he scored his third goal, he's standing like two inches from the goalie, and he raises his arms and goes, hat trick! And I'm like, okay, <laughs> come over here, come over here. I'm like, Jonathan, listen, we don't scream hat trick in the face of the goalie. Okay, that's not exactly how we do it. So then the next game, he scored his fourth goal and just ran down the sideline holding up four fingers. Like, is, is that better? Can I? And it was, it was a blast walking through that whole season because what I was trying to show him, right, is how to have character, how to have mm. integrity, how to, how to win with excellence or how to lose with excellence uh, in a way that honors the Lord and honors, you know, his, his uh, walk with Christ. Cause I don't want to just praise the on-field success, right? That's a very slippery slope. Cause yes. in one game, I'm proud of him and I love him cause he scored 30 points in the basketball game. The next game, I'm not proud of him cause he scored two and fouled out early. Really? Is right. that what that means? Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, and so how do we, how do we find those areas of, mm. of, of, the difference maybe between natural talent and what's going well and and the, the, the integrity and character of our heart and soul yeah, in our kids. I think as dads, we've got to find ways to um, tell our children we're proud of them for the character that they exhibited that is Christ-like. So, for example, when they have, when they do a, a really good job of, say, clean, they, my son recently folded the laundry in the, in the dining room without being asked. Mm. Now, I can say, hey, man, nice job folding the laundry. But that's really not, that's really not what, I, what I want to draw out of him. That's not what I want to praise. Yeah, what, what, what is the I deeper I want to say, issue? hey, man, nice job noticing something needed to get done and doing it without being asked. And becoming a servant. And becoming, having a servant's posture. There you go. So if we can connect the dots to the Christ-like character trait, the Christ-like um, uh, aspect of what they're doing and praise that, 
then we then we've reinforced it in a way that's really eternal. You know, it's not just comes and goes with my attitude or my mood or whether I'm happy or sad and dad's up or down. So he therefore does or doesn't praise that kind of stuff. They can hold on to forever. Yes. That's rich stuff. I remember having a coach one time we were line drive goes through and we're practicing and I was playing shortstop and I looked over at it and it was pretty far away. So I just looked over at it and it went out into left field and the coach came out and started yelling at me and said, why didn't you try to dive for that ball? And I said, cause I knew I wasn't going to catch it. He goes, I don't care if you catch it. I care if you dive. Mm. He goes, I want effort all the time. And if you miss it, I don't care if you miss it or catch it. I care if you do or don't try. And for me, that's one of those things I've tried to carry into my parenting where when I see my boys do something that's selfless, um, which funny story about the one who did the laundry. I, the next day I said, hey, by the way, man, nice job doing the laundry. Like what, what caused you to think of doing that? He goes, well, you... <laughs> He said, usually when I start doing the laundry, mom notices and tells me to stop. And there was this pause and he goes, but she didn't tell me to stop. So I just kept doing it. And I thought that was funny. He was like, he was hoping to get pulled off the, the field and not have to finish. But he powered through, man. It was, it was, uh, I appreciated the honesty. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, what you just said about, um, you, the effort when you're playing shortstop. Yeah. I, I mean that when we see our kids giving the effort mm. and, and having this, um, uh, you know what you said selfless selflessness and when we honor that when we encourage that wow that's that is now now we're moving into the character and the priorities of jesus yeah we want to point our children toward a christ-like character not just toward a worldly success and it's dangerous because chad we were talking off air about you know if i tell my kid hey great job at you know fill in the blank whether it's their schoolwork or or some task, they, some thing they did at church or whatever. I say, great job. My son will go and play worship music uh, at our church. And I'll say, hey, you know, great job today. What am I saying? Am I saying like, you know, you struck all the chords correctly on the guitar? Really? Like, is that what I'm saying? Or is that what he hears me saying? Or if I say, hey, man, great job investing three or four hours this weekend in something that needed to be done. And you invested your time and your energy to serve the Lord with the skills he gave you. Yeah. And, and we can and we can tie that to scripture. You know, uh, you know, I, I noticed, Alex, that his praise will always be on my lips. Psalm 34. Mm. And I noticed you were you weren't just playing a guitar up there. Mm. I noticed you were worshiping. And I want to tell you that great, that gives me no greater delight than to see you worshiping the living, true God who created you and who you've surrendered your heart to. That's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, you know, I was thinking about, um, oh gosh, Jim Collins, good to great. Yeah. Good is the enemy of great. Mm. And that good is saying, hey, great, good job playing sports, folding laundry, playing guitar. Great is what we just taught, we're unpacking, the deeper level of, it's great because you are willing to sacrifice. You're willing to serve. You've been practicing hard. All those hours of practice and sacrifice led to that moment. It's not wrong to say you did a very good job shooting that hoop in the basket. That's not nothing wrong with saying yeah. that's not that you know that is good. But the fact that we start going a little bit deeper of why you know the efforts there, the the sacrifices there. So you know 
there's good and then there's great. There's better, right? Good, better, and best. Yes. And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fine line to walk. It's really, and it's asking the Lord, Lord, show me, show me those better moments, show me those best moments, and Lord, help me to know how to communicate into each of my kids individually, of of, of encouraging those those Christ-like qualities. Yeah, and we kicked off the show talking about <clears throat> time, time that we find. And I, I don't know that we can find much more productive time than time we spend calling out in our children what we see that is Christ-like. Mm. So all those guys who are listening who say, I don't have time, I don't have time. I'll tell you what, you don't even have to find time. Don't, even, don't take your kid to Lowe's. Don't do that. Don't go on a Bible study. Don't, go, don't come to Project Manhood Retreat. Instead... Take this week and say, you know what? For each of my kids, one time this week, I'm going to find them doing something Christ-like and I'm going to tell them I noticed. Just do that. Just do that. And we'll watch our children come alive because that's time we've redeemed. We've stolen that time back from the enemy mm. that's just not used. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm as concerned in my parenting as a father of the things I don't do that I should than as I am the things that I do do that I shouldn't, right? In other words, I'm mm. concerned about the things that I miss and I let go and I don't capitalize on as much as I am that time I was a jerk and I yelled at my kids. Yeah, it, the, the, sometimes the, that sin of omission is even more powerful than because, because we, we don't even, we don't catch it. And when, we, when I say, hey, you were an idiot, you know, well, at least we can come back and go, hey, I called you an idiot. I'm really <laughs> sorry. That was that was a bonehead move. Yeah. But sometimes we miss. The- I, I, I said to one of my kids not long ago, I said, hey, you're, you're being an idiot. And then I stopped and I said, wait a minute, you're not being an idiot. You're being obstinate and rebellious. And then all of a sudden we had a much more productive conversation about mm. starting with what's obstinate. And so that was, we had to get the definition of obstinate out on the table. But once we got that out there, we had a much more productive conversation because I wasn't name calling. I was saying, hey, you're exhibiting character traits that are not productive. Okay. So, uh, Kent, and, and I want to unpack this in the next segment, but I, want, I just want to highlight this uh, Okay, I, I want to spend time with my kids and I, I want to try to build into them spiritually, but they're not interested. What, what, I, I want to, I want, I want to, I want to do those, you know, talk about the spiritual things, but I don't, they just, they don't want to talk about it. They clam up, they shut up, they, and I can tell they're, they're just not engaged at all. Yeah, that's a nice cliffhanger for the, for the next segment. We have faith of making you talk. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our fourth and final, unfortunately, segment coming up. So we're going to take a break with Ken Evans and Manhood Journey. And we're going to talk more in the next segment about how do we talk to our kids about stuff that they appear they don't want to talk about. But we know deep down they do want to talk about it. So we'll talk, take a break, come back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and, unfortunately, I think, final segment of today's Solid Steps Radio. It's not going to be the final one of all. It could be, I guess. But today is the last segment of today's show. And uh, we are with Kent Evans, who uh, always brings his A-game, always brings some great content. And uh, just as a reminder, if you're just picking up, uh, we're talking about how to spend time with your kids. And, and going to Lowe's is a great way to just spend some time with your kids. But sometimes you got to put it on your calendar. And you need to schedule time with your kids like you need to do with your wife and a lot of the things. Well, if you ever have a business appointment, you make an appointment on the schedule. How about making this appointment with your son? 
any age, you and your son go to May 19th through the 20th. That's a Friday night from 5 p.m. to Saturday, uh, the 20th to 5 p.m. It's 24 hours. It's called Project Manhood. It's going to be a retreat for a father-son retreat. It's a Country Lake Christian Retreat Center, which is one of our sponsors. And if you want to register for that, you can go to uh, manhoodjourney.org forward slash Project Manhood and uh, sign up for that. And April the 15th is the deadline on that for the early bird registration. Is that correct? That's right. All right. So you want to spend some time with your son, go to that and schedule that with your son. And what a great idea to grab uh, uh, about four or five of your buddies and who have got kids and all of you pack in the van and go together. You got it. Youth group, sports team. Come on, bring dads and sons. Let's do this thing together. That's awesome. Love it. Can't okay. So, but but I'm I'm concerned about my my kids, the spiritual development, and but they're not interested. They're, they don't want to talk about the things of Jesus. They don't want to talk about the Bible. They don't want to talk. It's boring. It's irrelevant. How how do I how do I bridge that? What do I do? Well, I think there's uh, three things that we can talk about in this regard. Uh, the first one is. And this will sound a little too obvious, but I'm going to I'm going to trust the listener to, to parse the words correctly. You've got to be relevant. In other words, if you just want to tell them stories of uh, when Paul did this or when Samson did this, et cetera, um, that are disconnected from your child's reality, then, you know, they may listen. They may not. Depends on their aptitude for history and so forth. If, however, you um, can couch the stories in a way that matches their current life so for example if your kid's getting ready to play a big game and the other team is heavily favored that's a great time to talk about david and goliath yes like that i don't want to overdo david and goliath but i'm just saying that's a time when you can say hey where did david find his strength david did not find his strength in his own ability or his even his ability to sling a stone perfectly he said that my strength came from the lord and god will, will god has my back and no matter how this game goes down tonight, son, I want you to know God has your back. Like that, make it relevant. Find a way to connect the dots so you're not just saying, hey, son, look, it's Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, hey, let's talk about David and Goliath. Wow, who, who, I, that's, that's an odd connection. So first, be relevant. The second thing I would say is start small. So sometimes you're going to have to, you'd love to have a one or two hour conversation with your son about Everything from life and sex and drugs and rock and roll and selection of a spouse and you just whatever all these topics are, right? He's going to have a big two-hour seminar. Well, I don't, I don't have the attention span for that, um, and I'm sure the average 9- or 15-year-old doesn't either. And so sometimes you just have to start small, and you got to be content with a one-minute conversation or a two-minute conversation where the seed gets planted that later you're going to harvest that. We've talked a lot about how as our boys go in through maturity in terms of puberty, and we're like, I've had guys ask me, hey, how do I have the talk with them? And <laughs> uh, one, one of our good friends, Kurt, you and I have a mutual friend who, who told me once I, I, I yelled at him over this, which I probably did, uh, guilty as charged. It's not a talk. It's, it's a six or seven or eight year conversation. Yes, talks, That at, that talks, at some talks. point you have yeah. to begin. You, you embark on the multi-year conversation that is your sexuality as a young man. Mm. And so if you think of it as a one hour, two hour thing where you start and stop and you're done, too much pressure, start small. Have a five or 10 minute conversation about one aspect of his sexuality. 
Mm. Then two months later, six months later, a year later, plant more seeds until you've got a big garden full of topics that you guys can continue to wade in and out of all the time until he leaves the house. Yes. Why not? You're just constantly having these conversations. So be relevant, start small. And then the third one, which is the hardest for us guys, is be real. Meaning if you're not in God's word every week, if you're not every day, if you're not praying, man, it's, it's hard. You know, like right now, if I wanted to go have a conversation with my son about, um, you know, the stock market <laughs> or the current state of the healthcare industry, I'm at a loss because I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff all the time. But if I wanted to have a conversation with my son about Romans chapter 14, that'd be pretty easy because that's what I was studying this morning. Mm. And I'm not elevating myself as the perfect example of a great dad, but what I am saying is... Having spiritual conversations with my sons is an outcropping of my daily walk with Christ. And if you think you can somehow trick your son into having interest in a topic that you yourself aren't interested in, you are kidding yourself big time. That's a joke. That is a joke. Our kids can read us like a book when it comes to what, what are our core values. Our core values cannot not be represented. I mean, we're going to flesh them out. Right, man. I was at a sermon last week uh, in New York with Tim Keller, and it was the first time I've ever heard him speak. And he talked about how the Holy Spirit is the only solution for us to even see our sinfulness. Like we 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 can't even see our sinfulness were it not for the conviction of the Lord through the Holy Spirit. And for me, uh, one thing that that Dr. Keller mentioned was we see our sinfulness so fast, and it comes at us so hard that we are, we become experts at rationalization and justification. And we justify our actions, we rationalize our behavior because we can't handle the weight of our sin. And if you're listening to this uh, podcast right now or this show right now, and you go, man, I, I, I never study God's word. I never pray. But I want to have this great spiritual relationship with my kid. <laughs> you're in a great spot. You're in a great spot. Because you know what? Start there. Start in God's word, start in prayer, and you'll watch your son or your daughter start to have interest in things that are spiritual because you have interest in things that are spiritual. Wow. Howard Hendricks said, you cannot give to someone something that you do not possess. (laughs) So if you want to give your child something that's, you know, a hunger for God, boy, if you don't have it, I mean, not to say the Holy Spirit can't work in their life because he can. Yes. But, uh, you know, I'm finding very clearly in my life that God is making a man of me as I'm making a man of my children. Meaning I am participating in this whole manhood thing while they're participating. So I'm just teaching them sometimes what I'm learning. It's, you know? it, it, it's a beautiful thing that God gives us this incredible privilege to be dads and to, to take these gold nugget opportunities and to pour into them. You don't need a minute. You don't need an hour. Like you said, that's, that's brilliant. You don't need an hour. You need a minute. How many times has somebody said something to you in, in 10 or 15 seconds that you never forgot? Well, mm. I re- we talked a couple segments ago about the story of my coach in baseball. Right. I'm 46 <laughs> years old, almost 47. <laughs> I'll bet you that Bruce Kutzinger, whose name comes immediately to mind, that was the name of the coach, I'll bet you he said that when I was 12. Mm. What's that, 30, 34 years, 35 years ago? Wow. And you and, still and, remember and it? it? Took, and it took him about 10 seconds. He didn't drive you down to the uh, McDonald's and say, we're going to spend an hour talking about No, your- <laughs> he didn't say, let's undo the foundation of your laziness. You know, he didn't start there. He just said, dive for the, like, and I, and I never forgot. And so it's amazing 
how sometimes those things go into our our long-term memory and we never forget them and and i'll tell you i think as dads that's the one thing that man satan really wants to get in the way of our fathering because he understands the power of what we're doing Mm. and the enemy wants to undo all of that absolutely we just have to be wise and and uh make the most of every opportunity absolutely uh kent it's been great to have you love love your heart love what you're doing uh praying God's best and blessings all over you and what God has in store. Um, but would you pray for our guys? I'd be happy to. Uh, after I make one request, next time I come in, Chad, can you not wear a Star Wars shirt? <laughs> you know, I, he, the unshaven he, look and the Star Wars shirt, it just... It's spring break. I'm having spring break. Nah, you should be at a convention. <laughs> you should absolutely be at a convention. At a Star Wars convention, I agree. <laughs> Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for uh, Kurt and for Chad and for the ministry of Solid Steps Radio that I know... Uh, is inside your grip and i know that you are using it to minister to men um all around this uh city and this state and this country and i'm grateful for that and i thank you for the chance to come today and i pray for the guy listening if you're listening today i just pray for you i pray that you would have a deep and abiding walk with christ that emanates from your life one that is not manufactured or or forced but one that is um genuine and just out of a love and devotion to our lord and savior i'm grateful for the chance to be here today and pray for the guys who are listening and just ask that you bless the men listening to this show today in your Mm -hmm. son jesus name amen Mm, amen thank you brother thanks my pleasure thanks for having me may 19th through the 20th project manhood at country lake christian retreat center go to uh, manhoodjourney.org forward slash project manhood for more details on that father son retreat it's a 24 hour retreat and uh, we also want to thank you can go to all of our sponsors Carol Rogers Carpet One Ellen Vision First Bright Star and Country Lake and uh, thank them for sponsoring the show and also if you want to hear any of our past shows go to furtherstillministries.org you can click on the microphone and hear all of those shows in their entirety thanks for listening hey do us a favor two things pray for us in our show and also take this and there's a man right now who comes to mind who says he would really like to listen or need to listen to this. Send it to him, and we'd love for you to pass along what we're trying to do. We want you to walk solidly with God, and you can't do that minus Jesus Christ. And we just want to be a tool in your toolbox to walk solidly with God. So thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. With every-